Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of The Dictionary. How are you all doing today? Thank you. Great. Okay, uh, so the first word in this episode is credulous. C-R-E-D-U-L-O-U-S. Adjective from 1576. One. Ready to believe, especially on slight or uncertain evidence, as in, accused of swindling credulous investors. Uh, Let's see, it's been a little bit since I recorded the last episode, so I sort of have to remind myself. Let's see, credulity was the last word in the last episode. Readiness or willingness to believe, especially on slight... Oh, see, that one is... Yeah, it's very similar. Credulity and credulous. Um... Yeah, I remember it's being, it's about the truth and believing. I think that's what it is. So, um, ready to believe something? It's kind of like gullible. Gullible, not quite to that level, but sort of. Two, for credulous, proceeding from credulity. And that's proceeding, proceeding, not preceding, as in credulous superstitions. Credulously is an adverb, and credulousness is a noun. Uh, let's see. The sound effect is going to be. Zzz. It's uh, it's the sound of my brain frying. Zzz. Next is Cree, C R E E with a capital C. Uh, the plural is either Cree or Crees with an S. Noun from 1744. That's when it came into the uh, American English language, but uh, it was definitely a word way before that. One, a member of an American Indian people of Quebec, Ontario, Manitoba, and Saskatchewan. That's all in Canada. I thought maybe they would have been in... uh, the United States of America region as well, but I guess not. Two, the Algonquin language of the Cree people. And of course, I say Canada and the United States of America, this was all their land beforehand. I'm just using the uh, the more modern words for these areas of land masses. So yeah, this is uh, Canadian French from their word Cree, C-R-I-S, uh, from the Ojibwa dialect word Cristino or Kiristino, uh, I don't know how to say that. Uh, that is a member of a band living south of James Bay. So I assume James Bay must be wherever. Quebec, Ontario, Manitoba, and Saskatchewan is sort of generally around there. Uh, okay. Next word is Creed with a D at the end. Noun from before the 12th century. One, a brief authoritative formula of religious belief. Two, a set of fundamental beliefs, also a guiding principle. So it doesn't have to be religious necessarily. It's just your uh, your fundamental beliefs. What are your creeds? What do you believe um, let's see, creedal with two E's or just one E, uh, that is an adjective, and this is from 
Latin credo, which is the first word of the apostles and Nicene creeds, from credere, which means to believe or trust or entrust. We've seen that before. Akin to the old Irish cretid, cretid, which means he believes. And then also from the Sanskrit sraddadati. And it doesn't say what that means. Next, it is creek with a K. You could also say crick, which I often like to say. Oh, look at that bubbling crick over there. Noun from the 13th century, one. This one is chiefly British. A small inlet or bay, narrower and extending farther inland than a cove. So a cove is just a a little area that goes, uh, it's kind of like a bay, but this is, uh, it goes further inland than a cove, and it is narrower. So it's like a large creek, to use the American way. Uh, Okay, so that was, yes, that was the, the more British one. Number two, a natural stream of water, normally smaller than and often, what? Normally smaller than and often tributary to a river. So it's it's just a, a break off of a river, uh, but it's uh, usually a lot smaller than a river. It's just a creek. You could probably hop over it in one step if you tried. Number three is archaic. It is a narrow or winding passage. Uh, the etymology just says that it is from the Old Norse kriki, K-R-I-K-I, and that might be a suffix, and that just means bend. So uh, I, I thought it would have been more interesting than that. Not that that's uninteresting, but I thought there would have been more. Oh, look, we have a phrase, up the creek, and this is in a difficult or perplexing situation. A lot of times people like to say up the creek without a paddle. I'm in a difficult or perplexing situation, and I have no way to get out of it. We have creek again, but this is a capital C, noun from 1725. One, an American Indian confederacy of peoples, chiefly of Muscogean stock of Alabama, Georgia, and Florida. And I hope I said that word correctly, Muscogean, capital M-U-S-K-O-G-E-A-N. So it's a group of the indigenous people who lived, live, hopefully still live, in the area that is Alabama, Georgia, and Florida, the southern, southeastern area of the United States of America. Two, a member of any of the Creek peoples. Any of those groups of peoples, you could just call them Creek. Three, the Muscogean language of the Creek Indians. And again, I hope I said it correctly. Muscogean? Could it be Muscogean? I doubt it. Next, Creel. C-R-E-E-L. First form, noun from the 14th century. One. A wicker basket, as for carrying newly caught fish. 
So it's just a wicker basket. Usually people will use them to carry newly caught fish so they can take them home and then uh, put them in a creek. Two, a bar with skewers for holding bobbins in a spinning machine. Uh, So spinning machine and bobbins and skewers. Okay, yeah, I don't, uh, it's, I only have the slightest bit of knowledge for what any of that means. Etymology doesn't say much. Why, what, why is it a wicker basket and also a bar with skewers? Are they, do they look similar? Are they different? Why, why? But hey, look, we have a number, a second form. Zzz, second form of Creel transitive verb from 1844. To put in a Creel. And the example of what you are putting in the creel is fish that have been caught. I'm still a little bit curious about the uh, the bar with the skewers for holding bobbins in a spinning machine. Maybe those two just happen to get the same word. Uh, you know, language uh, language evolves, and in this area it became that thing, and this area that word became that thing. It's both things. Next, it is the word creep, C-R-E-E-P. First form, verb from before the 12th century. We are starting with intransitive, and it doesn't look like it is also transitive, so maybe it's just intransitive. 1A, to move along with the body prone and close to the ground. Prone means uh, it's a face down, belly down, creeping along with your body, your face to the ground, and you're also very close to the ground. 1B, to move slowly on hands and knees. 2A, to go very slowly, as in the hours crept by. Crept, that is a uh, the past form uh, C-R-E-P-T. It doesn't look like you can say creeped, but I, I think you should be allowed to if you want to. Okay, 2B. To go timidly or cautiously so as to escape notice, as in, she crept away from the festive scene. Why did she want to creep away from the festive scene? Maybe it was just too much excitement for her. Maybe she's an introvert and she had done her extroversion for the day and she had to creep away uh number two c to enter or advance gradually so as to be almost unnoticed as in age creeps up on us oh yes it does i yeah i can tell you from experience all of a sudden it's you don't even notice it you're like where did all the time go where Did all of my good body feelings go? Why does everything hurt? Also is in, a note of irritation crept into her voice. What is a note of irritation? It's just a little, like if I, a a note of irritation crept into her voice. It's just a little, little bit of irritation there. Three, to have the sensation of being covered with creeping things. Some people might like that. Most people do not. As in, the thought made her flesh creep. 
Number four is talking about a plant. So, uh, yeah. To spread or grow over a surface, rooting at intervals, or clinging with tendrils, stems, or aerial roots. Uh, let's see. What I know vines, you could say that vines creep, but lots of other things. If they have tendrils, trying to find a place to grab onto, stems, aerial roots, those are roots that come from the, the top. Uh, I know there's at least one, a banyan tree, is that, do they have aerial roots, I think? 5A, to slip or gradually shift position. 5B, to change shape permanently from prolonged stress or exposure to high temperatures. What does that? What changes shape permanently from stress or exposure? I mean, if something's at a high temperature, like if if ice is at a high temperature, it's going to change into water, maybe even steam, but I don't know if you'd call it creep. That must be something else. Let's see, etymology. Uh, let's see, from Old English, creopon, akin to the Old Norse krupa, which is K-R-J-U-P-A, and that just means to creep. So I guess we just get it from Old Norse. Second form of creep, noun from 1818. One, a movement of or like creeping, as in traffic moving at a creep. I think I mentioned this recently. That's just the worst. I don't remember why I said it, but there was some word that was related to that. Yeah. Okay. Number two, a distressing sensation like that caused by the creeping of insects over one's flesh. I, I don't I don't need the book to be telling me more about how my skin can creep by thinking about insects or whatever. Uh, especially a feeling of apprehension or horror. And this is usually used in plural with the word the, as in, that gives me the creeps. Is that the name of a movie, The Creeps? I know that there are other ones. I gotta do a quick look, because I feel like if there's not, there should be, right? Let's see. There's a movie called Creep, another movie called Creep, Creep 2, another movie called Creep, Creep 3. Of course, there's Creep Show. That's classic. Um, but I don't know. There's a, there's a lot, a lot with the word creep. That is for sure. But... Oh, here, The Creeps. Oh, it's just from last year. Did I see this movie? I don't remember, but I may have to. All right. Oh, and then there's a short. Yeah, so there's at least one movie called The Creeps. Good. That makes me happy. Okay. Number three for Creep. A feed trough accessible only by young animals and used especially to supply special or supplementary feed called also Creep Feeder. Uh, we are not going to see Creep Feeder, so that's just its own thing. But uh, why does why is this called a creep? Maybe the, the, the young animals have to creep up to it to get... Mm, that's interesting. Number four, the slow change of dimensions of an object from prolonged exposure to high temperature or stress. 
that is so in the the previous one that was the verb the act of creeping in this one that whole thing is called creep i still don't know what it's about number five an unpleasant or obnoxious person uh, that's, uh, I think you you could easily put some more adjectives into that definition for if you're going to call somebody a creep. Please don't be a creep. Number six, a slow but persistent increase or elevation. As in, this political inertia makes budget creeps, no, makes budget creep inevitable. This political inertia makes budget creep inevitable. That is from the Wall Street Journal. And that's basically just saying that with all this political stuff, the budgets are creeping up, creeping up slowly. Uh, There is no additional etymology for that. We have one more word. It is creepage. C-R-E-E-P-A-G-E. Noun from 1903. Gradual movement, and uh, the the synonym is just creep. So you don't people don't really use creepage so much anymore. Okay, the words were credulous, cree, creed, creek, creek, creel, creel, creep, creep, and creepage. Hmm. Well, let's see. We got. Uh, let's see. Well, let's look ahead. What do we got going on tomorrow? Just just looking to see. Oh, man, there's some good stuff in tomorrow's episode. That's going to be exciting. Uh, well, I think maybe I will pick the word creep as the word of the episode because um, just from a, you know, this number five definition, an unpleasant or obnoxious person, I feel very strongly that people should not act like creeps. There is a song, because I'm a creep. Is that the, how it goes? I sort of know it. I just sang a song. Don't be a creep. It's really not becoming. Don't do it. Um, yeah, just don't be a creep. Uh, it's not that hard. So that's all I got to say about that. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye. Hello. My name is Michael Hunter. My buddy, David Spencer, and I have a new podcast all about one of our favorite internet sites growing up, HomestarRunner.com. You know, the guys that did... Looks like we're gonna have to jump! I said, come on, say, come on. We're going through every Flash cartoon on the site in release order. I've seen all of them, David has seen most of them, and David's wife Alexa pops in and watches them for the first time, just for the show. Come on, Fahooglapods, a Homestar Runner podcast, available wherever podcasts are sold, and at pipedreampodcast.com.